You are being watched. The fandom has a secret system. A podcast. Broadcasts every hour of every day. I designed the podcast to help fandom grow, but it grew beyond me. And now, it's for ordinary people. People like you. People in the mainstream considered irrelevant. They wanted to act, so I decided I would. But I needed a partner. A person with the skills to record and broadcast. Hunted by the media, we work in secret. You'll never find us. But every two weeks, you'll hear from us again. We are the Irrelevant List. Hello, I'm Harold. Welcome to my podcast, The Irrelevant List. It has been two weeks since you have heard from us again, so that means another episode. I am actually joined by a new co-host because my other co-host left. My other two co-hosts left. The one was just a replacement, and Mama Hub is not here, so we are actually now doing... Actually summarizing an episode for once. But first, I must introduce you to my new co-host. Say hello. Hi! Introduce yourself. Well, my name is Odalis, and surprise, surprise, I've been a big fan of the show since episode one. So yes, and surprisingly we are summarizing the first episode of episode one. It helps, this show. Episode of episode one, I mean, the first episode of this <laughs> show, the pilot. So pretty much, I've got I've to say a part of it, uh, pretty much this episode actually introduces us to our main character and cast. Uh, we got Fusco, we got Carter, we got Reese as a hobo, until, you know, Finch <laughs> kind of picks him out, we'll discuss that more later. Uh, and we, you know, introduction to Finch, you know, the machine, we pretty much know, you, you, if you watched the first episode, you pretty much know we summarized, you know, what the premise of the show is, so you kind of know, so we don't, you know. Anyway, you want to discuss the pilot? Yes, would you like to start at the beginning of the nice little flashback that they decided to give us? We're actually going to go to that flashback later on. Uh-huh. Because that's when we're going to talk about that flashback. Uh, right now, we're going to pretty much discuss the start of the show, where you see a hobo, which you did not know was Reese yet, just nope. sitting there drinking, and you saw, you know, a couple of gangsters, which he winds up beating up. Wanna be gangsters. Wanna be gangsters. Wanna be hipsters. Yep. Uh, they don't got the swag. Um, nope. So they, he beats him up. He got arrested, but uh-huh. a mysterious man bails him out and actually asks him to work you know, on saving a person's life because he's able to predict violent crimes that will happen within 48 hours. The uh, Reese does not believe him, obviously, and thinks it's just his ex-wife. The person of interest, actually, for this episode, her name is Diane Henson. Yep. And uh, this is actually a very interesting episode. So, you know, Reese, you know, goes to bed and he wakes up tied to his bed and he hears a woman actually die. But uh, it winds up being an audio recording. He finally convinces him to, you know, Finch finally convinces him to join them. Yeah, it took a lot of work to do that, you know. It took a lot of work. He just had to play an audio recording. He kidnapped him, too, and then tied him to a bed. He had to smash a mirror to actually untie himself because he was that desperate to try to save her. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he winds up, you know, wanting to do this. So they pretty much spy on Day and Henson for a little bit until she actually gets a call. Yep. And she apparently skips out on something. I can't remember what, you know. Well, she apparently goes to a meeting in an alleyway, 
And they yeah. think she's actually going to get killed here, so Reese followed her. We're not, uh, you know, before that time, Reese had pretty much done his research. Yeah, didn't didn't he? Yeah, he had done his research. Did was that was it before the? Uh, did he break in the uh, into the gun shop by then? Oh yeah, he had already because he goes. He to had gone to. He goes to a gun shop uh, that that wannabe hipster slash gangster slash has no swag was in. He stole all their guns after shooting them, and so he yep. finds out uh, Diane Henson actually is working with a bunch of corrupt cops to frame people. Oh no, the first person it is is actually the perpetrator. But they act. They had thought so far throughout the episode that she was not. She was the victim. But yeah, Reese winds up getting the drop on him by Fusco, and we get a pretty much an introduction to who the character Fusco will be. Yep. Reese pretty much blackmails the guy and convinces him to work with him. Mm-hmm. You know. So, that's pretty much what happens. Uh, she winds up being the perpetrator, but what they do is they actually take an audio recording, and mm-hmm. as she was doing a trial of framing a person, it played the audio recording of where, <laughs> of when she was talking about how to frame the guy. Yeah. Uh, so, that was a very interesting episode, because you did not expect that giant plot twist. Uh, I just love that ending when she's in the courtroom, because I don't know how in the world they got the audio recording in the in the um, player before the trial started. I just love the look on her face, it's like, oh crap, I'm busted. Yeah. So we're going to kind of go in-depth about the characters in this episode. We kind of just, that's pretty much the pilot in a nutshell. Yeah. So, we got an introduction to Fusco. His corrupt cop friends, you know, got arrested and all, you pretty much could have guessed that. They got arrested at the end. Yes. Except Fusco. Fusco was chill. Well, anyway, we got an introduction to Fusco, and it was quite an interesting introduction, because he winds up being a really cool guy later on in the show. Uh, but it was yeah. interesting to see into his past. What did you kind of think? I don't know. It just, it's like, because we didn't know anything about how he got roped into all of this corrupted cop stuff, so it's like, you know, because the fact that he managed to stay with us this long, it's like, you know, he started to grow on me, but, you know, at the beginning, obviously, he was, like, just another shady cop that you could give, you know, less of a damn about, and then Reese just takes him in, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna use you as my resource in the police station, it's just like, okay. Yeah, it was, it's very interesting, because at that same time, the cops were actually hunting for Reese, because mm-hmm. of that, I, wasn't it the gun shop thing that, you know, pretty much triggered? I pretty much that named him as the guy in the suit, because that was the first time he walked in, you know, clean-shaven, and, you know, everything else. Yeah, the last time he was in the police station, he was a hobo, so they don't exactly know what he looks like right now. Nope. So, what, what's actually interesting about Fusco is, you know, the corrupt cops, you know, either they they get arrested or one, actually one of them dies, doesn't he? Yeah, still. Yeah. And Fusco actually wound up, you know, you didn't really like him at the in- introduction. I mean, he, he was really... He was unlikable. Like, when you come right down to it, well, you're like, oh, I'm not well, gonna like this character. <laughs> I mean, he was just like, he was in this whole little scam to frame the guy and everything, you know, in the trial, you could tell he was just like that, he just did not care. Yeah. And then you got Carter, so let's let's, Uh. let's kind of talk about Carter. It's, I I like Carter in this episode a lot, because her determination, Mm -hmm. and and the way she talked to Reese at the beginning. Oh yeah, that was... (laughs) I mean, it's because she actually used to serve in the military as an interrogator. That was a nice thing that they had something in common being the military because she knew when he fought on the subway she recognized how he fought that it was from the military. Yeah, and that was very you know it was cool and she pretty much talked to him and tried to you know convince him if if he needed help she'll you know mm-hmm. get him the help that he needs. 
Um, and I really like her for that. I mean, it, you actually really like Carter right off the start because she actually does, you know, she, she, you know, she's a very caring person, but at the same time, she's a determined cop. Oh yeah, you saw how she turned around and took back up and like, okay, I'm gonna run these prints. Yeah, and it's very interesting because you know, she, you know, you like her at the start, and you just. She really grows on you throughout the series. Fusco, he does wind up growing on you, but we're not going to spoil that. We'll talk about that more the other time. Finch. Mm -hmm. Let's discuss some Finch Ah, stuff. our man Finch. Our man Finch. I am here, folks. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> He's cool under pressure, huh? Yeah. He, he, you know, it's really interesting because you don't know a lot about him at the start. and He's really shady at the start oh, yeah. of the show. And he, you're really confused whether this guy is, you know, a good guy or not. Well, yeah, because he busts Reese out of the police station with these with this lawyer and like two bodyguards, and it's like you know you don't know what's going on here. It's like okay, like at the beginning, you actually thought maybe the mo you know those wannabe gangsters found him or something like his father or something. Yeah, or even Reese. Are they like, uh, do I owe you any money? Because I'm kind of short, you know. Yeah, and it's very you know Finch actually like you later on in the show you actually don't you know, find out he knows a lot about Reese's past. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll delve into Reese's, Reese's past later in the episode, but you know, it's really interesting because both of them are presumed dead. Yep. Like so, Finch doesn't exist. He he doesn't actually in real. You know, when you can write down to it, he doesn't have a digital footprint. He just doesn't really have much to say. He owns like almost half of New York with a bunch of different aliases. So yeah. you, you really wonder, is this guy like a criminal mastermind? But, you know, you kind of f figure out by the end of the episode, he's doing this to save people. Yep. And it's very interesting because Finch actually has a library filled with numbers that he couldn't save before he got Reese. And you see that he cares deeply about, you know, doing this. Well, that's why he has that bulletin board just posted there, because it's like every single number that he couldn't save at the beginning, it's like there to remind him. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know... It, you know, I, I actually feel bad for him, though, because, you know, he, he holds on to that dearly, and I feel... Yeah. I mean, it, you know, having, you know, he made mistakes, too. Both of them did. Everyone And, you know, Fitch, you know, he's he's a really kind and helpful character, but he's very skilled at what he does. He's skilled at hacking things. I mean, uh -huh. he hacked into the Pentagon. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Pentagon! Anyway, let's discuss Reese, because Reese is really our main focus for this episode. Oh, this yes, they had a couple of flashbacks with him. Our boy Reese had to go through a lot. At the beginning, of, you know, we're going to kind of delve into this now. There's a flashback at the beginning of the episode where you see Reese with his girlfriend, Jessica, who you didn't know who it was yet at the beginning right. of the episode. But since, you know, we're person of interest fans, <laughs> we already knew this stuff. Yeah. Yes. So this is So pretty much you see Jessica and Reese... And, you know, it's a flashback, and it shows them kissing and loving each other. But at the same time, you know, we're going to tie in... There's an episode later on where you actually see the full sequence of that. I have not watched the extended pilot, so I don't know, folks. So, you know, no. don't try to correct me if I'm wrong here, if they show this. But actually, that date was the day 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And you did not know that right away. By the time Reese was in the Air Force... If I'm not mistaken, but he, I guess he winds up going back to the military because yeah. later on, he he's actually a ex CIA agent, and we're gonna like later on when in this podcast, you know, way later in a future episode, we're gonna be discussing you know that mission that he went on that you know, 
got him to be presumed dead, but, you know, he worked for the CIA. He was a trained assassin. That's what he was. Oh, now he's yeah. a wayward assassin saving people's lives. <laughs> but, uh, you actually see, you know, you see Reese and Jessica, and then you flash forward a few years, and you find out that she died. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after you flash forward, you see Reese as a hobo. You, you couldn't really guess it was him at first, but you find out that she died. And so... There's actually an episode that ties into this episode, but we're not going to go... We're going to go into somewhat detail of this episode. Um, Many Happy Returns. that ties in and explains how Jessica died. A lot of fan favorites episodes. Yeah. Uh, Many Happy Returns explains how Jessica died, and the way Jessica actually had died was she got married when uh, while Reese was in the CIA. Mm-hmm. Like, they had seen each other. He Reese had met her husband on a mission in New York, but uh, she actually has had a husband... And her husband, I, what was he? He got very angry at her. Yeah, because she was calling him, like, leaving him messages because she wanted to talk to him. And, you know, he kind of caught her, and she wouldn't tell him anything. So he kind of got a little... He got really angry, and I, what was it? He pushed her, and she fell into the side of a table. Uh, I hate that so much. I still don't want to believe it because it was just so bad. Yeah. And he pushed her, and her head pretty, her neck pretty much, like, smacked into the side of the table, and it killed her. And, you know, Reese actually finds that out later on when he comes back from, you know, Oros. But we'll go in-depth of Oros in the episode Dead Reckoning when we get to that. Because, <laughs> you know, that, that's going to be a big episode for us, There's a lot of stuff that's going to tie into other things that's going to tie into other things that's going to tie into other things. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of... It's going to be full of this. <laughs> uh, so you pretty much find out Jessica died like that. And Reese already had known that. And, you know, you never actually really find out what happens to the husband. No. I, I'm not sure. I think you may. They, they still didn't say anything. Like, you know, the only thing that you get is that there was, like, when the Donnelly and Carter go to New Rochelle to investigate, all you get is that someone mentions that there's, like, a little bit of blood, but nothing really. So they think that Reese might have killed him, but he said he said that because it was his first... Donnelly says because it was his first kill that it was sloppy. But I still don't think he killed him. Yeah. I don't think Reese killed the husband either, but, uh, you know, mm. we'll discuss that that further date, but you know, you find out that she dead died, and that had really affected Reese, and you know, that's why pretty much he wound up becoming a hobo. I'm pretty sure, you know, he was really affected by his past mistakes as a skilled assassin, everything that he went through in the CIA. Yeah. So, you know, Jessica was a thing that meant a lot to him, like, pretty much the only reason he wanted to come back. Yeah, if you listen to the intro, it pretty much tells you, like, like the intro alone will just, like, tell you how much he cared about this woman, because he wanted to protect her that much that he actually let her go, and then it resulted in that. Yeah. And, you know, there's epi- you know there's episodes later on that really does heavily tie into that episode. Yep. Uh, another, another thing about Jessica is that actually at the end of the series, I mean, not at the end, the season two finale... There's actually something I want to bring up, is that yeah. at that in the season two finale, uh, you see Reese going through photographs of people that uh, <sighs> Nathan Ingram couldn't save, and we'll talk about Nathan Ingram at a later date, I think. And pretty yeah. much, there's a Finch-heavy episode that comes. Yeah. That's in that we'll probably do next episode if there isn't anything that we could think of. But uh, <laughs> uh, you see Jessica's number. You actually yeah. see Jessica. So that pretty much means that you know if Reese had you know come back sooner. There was a possibility if, you know, Finch had found him at that time that, you know, Reese could have saved her. 
it's a lot of regrets about you know that Jessica topic is like bringing up a lot of regrets. Reese has a lot of regrets. Finch had a lot of regrets. Even in many happy returns, like at the end, you know, you see Finch in the hospital when Reese is leaving and stuff like that. Yeah, so you pretty much know uh, Finch has known about Reese for quite a while since you know Reese got back in New York. Mm-hmm. Because you actually see Reese with a file with you know a CIA file with their pictures, like CIA, you know, Reese's handler. So, yeah, the Jessica stuff is very interesting. You do really feel for Reese because you kind of know what he lost, but at the same time, you're seeing him pick himself back up. It, it was it's a nice progression to see him, you know, getting better, and, you know, from being down in the dumps, willing to kill himself because you know Finch knew that he was trying to commit suicide in some way, shape, or form in the pilot. Yeah, he, I wasn't it. He was trying to drink himself to death. Yeah, and then he and then Finch was like, "Well, I know that you're contemplating other methods and stuff like that." Yeah, and you know when you come right down to it, if Finch hadn't you know done what he did, Reese wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know it's nice seeing Reese pick himself back up from like he he was pretty much living in the dumps. He was he was he was really bad. Like he was trying to commit suicide and all of that. You know, seeing <laughs> Finch find him. And, you know, being able to save people, it really, you know, picked him back up. He's never going to be 100% whole again, and we all know that. Yeah. He's never going to be truly fixed. He's yeah. always going to be broken in some way. But at the same time, he's going to try... He's going to kind of... He's, he's going to make amends. He's going to try. He's going to damn well try, because he knows that, like... He, Vincent's is giving him a job and it pretty much like helps him out and he knows that that's his job he wants to do it right you know he doesn't want to screw it up yeah and he he realizes that you know this job and you know finch actually states that you know both of them will wind up dead sooner or later doing that actually dead this time yeah yeah so they're you know they're actually both dead but you know fake dead yeah you know sooner or later with what they're doing they will both sooner or later wind up dead yeah and uh Something that actually scares me kind of a little bit about, you know, them saying that in that episode mm-hmm. is that according to an interview with J.J. Uh, Abrams and uh, Jonathan Nolan, they actually pretty much stated that they already know how they want the show to end. Right. They already, they can, this is like the thing about it is, is like with this type of story, it's like they got to plan so far ahead to make it work. Like they can't just spring it up on the fly. Yeah. Like, sorry that they're going to like kill off somebody important because like, me and a couple of other people think, like, Fusco's gonna be the one that's gonna get the axe. That's, you know, uh, we'll discuss that at a later date, but I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the scary part is, is it's true that they pretty much said they already know how this is going to end. There's, I, 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 you know, with that, it makes sense that they, you know, they gotta somehow figure a way, like, if they're gonna do an ending. Like, I'm predicting that the ending, either they're gonna kill Reese and Finch. <laughs> We just don't want to see any of the main four get killed. Like, that is to be optimistic, but we don't know how long this is going to last. You know, hopefully for many years, like, the story will, they'll yeah. figure out to extend the story, but, you know, if we have to end We don't it, want it to be The Walking Dead where they pretty much axe off everybody's favorite characters. Right, exactly. But at the same time, you know, you've seen it up to this point. You know, you've seen what they've done. You know, they've killed off they characters. They killed off that- Beecher that one episode. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Beecher at a later episode, but... Okay. 
Like, they have the ability to do it. Like, they ain't gonna beat around the bush like some shows that I've seen. They will kill off important characters. That, you I'm know. scared that, uh, Fus like, you didn't see Fusco for the last few episodes of uh, yeah. season two. And we'll, we'll, you know, Fusco's a really interesting character, and he, a lot of people like him, but I'm scared that they're gonna give him the axe. But, uh, it's like grown on us in the last couple of uh, the last couple of episodes of what happened like because they finally gave him like his own episode pretty much yeah plus you know both Fusco Jessica and pretty much everybody that it's in that show is all interesting characters this show does a really nice job of actually making really interesting side characters yeah because they do a, like they do a good job just like telling you the story like you know and it's like small little bits and pieces but you understand it from what they tell you and the and you know the, the pilot for the show is actually one of the best pilots I've ever seen, because of how well it was written. Yeah, I'm so glad I was around for that. You know, because there are some people like you know some people, and I know some people that have you know caught the show like in the middle of season two, and it's like I'm actually one. I, I said this in episode one that I actually jumped in at the Riker story arc. Right, like that was a major plot point that people <laughs> yeah. people enjoyed too. So you know. You know, all of that is very interesting stuff, and you know, J.J. Abrams and uh, Jonathan Nolan, they do a very nice job. Like, they yeah. both do a very wonderful job of what they do. And, you know, I'm proud of that, I, I, you know, I don't even know them, but I'm proud of that team of writers that... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. heck, I have a lot of respect for everybody who works on that show, because they do such a nice job. Like, we're, in, we're about to go into season three now on that show, and I'm surprised. Like, season two had a, but a little iffy episodes, but at the same time... Oh, yeah. Like, they did a wonderful job. And, you know, unlike other television shows, this show has, like, 20-some-odd episodes per season, not just 13. Well, you know, because it's like, like you said, you know, they have an awesome team of writers, and they know, like, they have, they plan the stuff ahead of time. Like, they just, like, talk to each other, and they just, like, you know, cooperate, and then it's like everything works out in the end. Yeah. And, you know, the pilot in itself, like, there's a lot of episodes that tie into them. Any Happy Returns is one of them. You know, specifically, you know, there's, there's not a lot, but it, you know, there is, you know, the Jessica stuff specifically that we discussed earlier in this podcast episode, uh, is that, you know, a lot of that stuff does wind up tying in to Reese's past. So, you know, it's very, you know, you feel bad, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of great scenes in that pilot. And, you know, it's like, you feel bad, but it's character development, so it has to be there. But then when you realize the truth, it's just like, I, I don't think I wanted to know that. And the character development, specifically for this episode, they did a really good job of character development for the pilot. Mm -hmm. Like, like, otherwise, I, I, I would presume, like, some shows you go halfway through season one with barely any character development. This show pretty much really flushed out all of the characters so far in, like, one episode. And it was yeah. an hour long. Yeah, it's really funny because like we get all we get this backstory for them, and it's been and now you know we're about to hit season three, and we still have a few questions for the two main characters, let alone a few other characters on the show. Yeah, like, but you know they did a really nice job with this pilot. Mm-hmm. I, I myself, the pilot is one of my favorite episodes of the show. Not one of my most favorites, which is right. Really well <laughs> we bad code, but. They did such a really nice job with the pilot. I'd recommend watching it again if, you know, you folks yeah, haven't seen it. Anybody out there, watch the pilot multiple, multiple times just to get sink your teeth into it again. If you have not watched the show, go buy the DVD. Do, do, do what everybody else does. Watch the this show. This is an endorsement. You buy the DVD and you watch it just like 
Carol's friend over here who watched every episode from season one in, in a couple of days after buying the DVD. Yeah. And, you know, that's the great part about the show is it's so interesting. Is that you do want to watch every single episode, you know. Yeah, I'm still catching stuff from, like, other episodes from watching reruns. Like, I'm catching the small stuff that I never noticed the first time. And that's, like, the best part. Because I'm not a rerun person. Like, I don't like to watch reruns because with other shows, it's like, you know, it's... The reruns are, like, simple. There's nothing to it. But with Person of Interest, it's like, you go back and you will see the smallest thing that, you know, you never noticed before that you actually will recognize. Yeah, and the great part about the show is you can watch it multiple times and you'll still find something new to enjoy. <laughs> and Person of Interest does a wonderful job of that. And the, the great part about the pilot is that I've watched it, like, five times now. And I still fi find just little tidbits, you know, point out because it's such a great episode. Um, now, the great part about the pilot, you know, even though, you know, that, you know, the, you know, the person of interest wound up being a perpetrator, they did such a nice job of dragging you along oh, man, for the was, ride, thinking yeah. maybe, you know, she is the victim. Well, yeah, because usually with these types of shows, it's like, you know, you think, ah, oh, that's not even, that's just, like, simple stuff right there, you know, you know. Yeah, that person's going obviously to go, going to be the villain for the episode. Yeah, it's like procedural rule number one, you know. This person is, in the first episode, the person's probably either a good guy or a victim or all of that. No, she turns out to be the bad guy in this really bad scam thing they had going on. It's like, oh, wow. And she really did a good job, like, making us believe that she wasn't in anywhere near part of the thing. Yeah, and that's the great part. It was, it was so good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the person she framed, too, you know. Oh, yeah. The person wound up being innocent, though, and that's the great part. Yeah, that's sucks. Like, he ends up getting killed in the jail cell, and, you know. Yeah, he wound up getting killed in there, too, you know. And it, it was just such a good and deep episode, and it made so much sense. I recommend, you know, people, if you haven't watched the pilot, watch the pilot. If you have watched it, watch it again, because you made, you know, it's always something new to watch. Anyway, I think we should end this episode here. <laughs> okay! We, we've been uh, dragging this out pilot. But anyway, I'm Harold. And I'm Odalis. We will see you again in two weeks. Bye!